welcome to a very special ASMR episode of Intentional Sounding. I'm your host, Smooth Drawplay Dave Rapocio, and with me as always is the goosebump sound of his voice, Sam Grezzo. Hey guys, uh, so I'm just gonna just just take a little bit off the top today, right? This, 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 this is one of those ones where, where you're getting a haircut, so let's just do a little snip snip. And uh, and just let's do a little, a little let's just a little, a little cut a cut a little penis into into your hair, and there you go. That'll be sixty five dollars plus tip. That sounds great. I will definitely help you. But first, let me undo my Velcro wallet. I've I found my money. Hold on. Okay, let me. Oh, my money sounds like a like I'm playing with a plastic tape dispenser. That's that's so interesting. Wow, that's so good. Oh, oh, hold on. I have this microphone in front of me. I'm gonna run my hands just just over the top of like the metal part that that guards the speaker, and it's just I don't know. It it, it just feels good. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't know, Football man. Is ASMR is like, it's jumped the shark, right? Like ASMR is mainstream enough that it's like they made a Super Bowl commercial about it. Yeah, I I, I feel like it's been, you know. Did it? Did any of those videos ever do anything for you? Um, I think we had. I feel like we had this discussion about the Super Bowl commercial, but we we I did. Want to reiterate, there's just, there's so I've I, never I, had any of those videos make me feel anything but mild annoyance. So it's it's funny because I actually right after we had that conversation I was like uh, I I got an assignment to do like a pretty much a, a an explainer of ASMR right and so personally I don't get it much like there's some videos that really kind of give me tinglies but it's mostly like really satisfying uh like robot videos or sometimes it like when i'm watching it how it's made on like candy bars if there's ever a point where like the candy bar goes through the chocolate waterfall and is just perfectly draped in chocolate that gets Mm. me i and it's not like it makes me hungry it's just like this very satisfying reaction um so when i was doing research for the piece what i found out was that uh asmr is linked it's not a form of synesthesia but it is linked to synesthesia so if you've had an experience where like you're listening to a song and it like makes you like really happy and it gives you goosebumps not necessarily because of like the lyrics or whatever but just because like that one guitar note sound is very yeah it was just like so good it like hits and you get those little hairs on the back of your neck standing up it's it's a it's a similar and slightly related uh reaction to that and and you know there there are some people who are more or less uh susceptible to like synesthesia and stuff but um that was the thing that i found really interesting is that is that like not everyone is um can experience asmr right not everyone can experience those tinglys 
but there's like just this wide range of uh, people who get that that response, those like chills or tingles from like other things. And I I don't know. I kind of uh, it was very very. Uh, I mean, I get that stuff from me. songs pretty yeah. frequently actually, yes. but I don't think I've ever gotten it from someone clipping their hair or talking very softly in an NPR voice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm with, I'm with you on it's, that. It's kind of like, you know, like the, those stories you hear about the people who are extremely sensitive in their sexual organs and they orgasm like really easily. Uh-huh. And it sounds like it's actually kind of a nightmare. Yeah. A li- yeah. A little bit. Right. Yeah. I, that's, I am, I've, I've heard that and I'm like that, that kind of sounds like hell to me, you know. Like, I'm just gonna walk down the street. Oh, that guy bumped into me. Oh God! Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that sounds like it would be kind of awful. Honestly, yeah. I don't want. I don't want. I don't want that. Right? Like I don't. I would rather not. I have personally. to wear waterproof underwear basically at all times. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Who oh, boy? Anyway, that's you guys. When you get turned on. By soft NPR voices. Oh yeah, son. It's weird. It's weird. Anyway, first week of preseason in the books. We mm-hmm. did it. We made it. It's. It was satisfying to watch preseason. I'm not gonna lie. I watched. I watched the games, and I wasn't unhappy. There were friggin'. It was. It was wild to me how many people today there was news that they're gonna be out for six to eight weeks like yeah a lot of people got hurt everyone like and it was all like it was all like you know stuff that's not really gonna matter that much in the long like yeah someone like pulled a pectoral muscle or like sprained their ankle or rolled it or something nothing nothing too big it was just like i remember seeing like forced like there was a there was an o-lineman uh oh uh what's his face the fullback um for uh the Broncos, he he pulled a chest uh, chest muscle. Um, he pulled his boob. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vita Vea got hurt. I think he like pulled a hammy or something. Um, and there was like another one too. And it it was all like the prognosis is around two months. And I was like, that's ah, kind of funny. First preseason game, huh? And we're, and we're already doing this. I you just honestly gave me a comic idea. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Uh, so, I mean, like 200 people listen to this, but, um, you know, tearing your pectoral muscles, you know, you know, like the whole kiss it, make it better thing. Mm-hmm. You know who likes to kiss pectoral muscles? Mitch Trubisky. Oh, boy. Yes. Oh, boy. Yes. Yes. I'm going to go there next week, probably. Very good. Speaking of. If you can think of any good uh, Pokemon slash NFL name, player name <laughs> mashups, tweet them at Dave Rapoccio. Oh, no, please. I already have enough. <laughs> I, I got way I'm more sure. way more replies than I actually expected. I expected oh, oh like, really? Oh, really? You you, did, you didn't think that, that targeted I didn't think, tweet... honestly, that many people would be on Twitter on, like, a Friday afternoon Fair. evening. Fair. I figured I'd get like the stragglers and lamos like me who are like alone and sad and want fleeting pieces of happiness. And then a guy goes on and says like, hey, make a pun out of a Pokemon and a player and I'll doodle it. 
you're you're so, just the thing is though about that is you are tweeting to exactly your audience right mm-hmm. like ner- nerdy nerdy like woke football fans who love puns like that's, that's that is true. that is almost your entire like follow audience i would assume so like <laughs> i don't know i i like you you probably couldn't have <laughs> have drawn it up better if you tried really uh, let, let me put it this way the amount of replies i got in like the first 20 minutes is the amount of replies I expected to get over the whole two hours. Mm-hmm. So it was still a lot, but it was, sure. it was, it was more. And like, it became very difficult to find the original tweet so that I could quote it when I was done with the picture and then add it to the thread. It, mm-hmm. it was very irritating to like scroll through. Like, All right, wait, who said that again? Okay, there it is. But I got a whole bunch that I still want to do. I just did not have time because Fair. you know what? I'm right here right now talking to you. Yeah. Let's get it. Did you watch Woo. you watched the preseason games? I didn't. I had um I I, I watched I watched the Giants preseason game. Okay. I didn't really watch any of the other ones. I'll I I really I, I I wanted to see Daniel Jones and I was happy. He okay. did good. He had he went five for five for an absolutely perfect quarterback rating. It was so amazing that Mother Nature was like, oh, shit, and made a storm and then delayed the game for an hour, and he left the field. Honestly, I kind of want him to retire so that he has a perfect 158 quarterback rating, five for five and a touchdown. Like, it's only going to disappoint us from here out. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it's true. Like, it's all going to be – that's the thing is you you can watch a preseason game, and it's it's all been – said before but it's dangerous to watch a preseason game and draw even even vague conclusions even if it is literally your like your hope like Mm -hmm. you can't you can't hope or despair based on a preseason game unless it's uh, unless someone gets injured right that that's that's a dangerous game and it's why i i tend to stay away from them a little bit yeah there's there was a lot of a lot of hype it's just like it, it was classic preseason overreaction. Oh shit! He he went five for five. I watched it. It was like all first read, quick throw stuff. The touchdown. If the Jets defender had at all turned around, that ball was defended. Probably probably picked. So it's, mm-hmm. let's 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 curb the enthusiasm over five passes over what was probably fairly designed for him to have confidence. Against backups. I will say, I did get one thing out of the uh, Jets-Giants game. And that is that the Jets' new uniforms are bad. Sure. I, I When they came out and they displayed them, it's very different when you see them like on stage doing like the presentation prancing. And then when you see them on TV the way you always see football uniforms. Mm-hmm. And they are very... At least the white ones. I we they didn't play in the green ones. They played in the away white ones. They are not interesting. No, they 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 really do just look like I. It's funny. I'm I'm looking at them right now, and it they look like Michigan State uniforms. We we did kind of call it right. It's not. Yeah, they they look like college crap. I don't like them. It's not. I feel like, like the green is, is too it, dark, especially on the helmet. The green is too dark. It's not. 
to me, it's not offensive or anything. I don't hate looking no, at it. It's right? Not, it's just kind of boring. It's not ugly. You know? It's just, it's not interesting. We, Their we previous uniform had a better look. That there are easy ways to fix this and make it like cooler and better. Um, because it's like, I don't know. It, we, Whenever a team comes out and does something like this, whether it's the Jets or the Seahawks or anybody or the Buccaneers, they always like they always land in that pit where you land when it's like the designers had all these cool ideas and then they pare it down and then add exactly enough cool, weird ideas for the whole design to fall apart. Right. It is it is not it is exactly not uh, creative enough to actually be interesting. That's a bummer. We should stick on the subject of uniforms. though. Yes, because there's one particular kind of uniform drama going on, specifically helmet related. You might have heard of this. I feel like we have to like roll the tape back, though, a little bit because it's not. Like there's, there's a background to this, um, that starts, God, it, it literally is a head to toe story. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um, anyway, so, so Antonio Brown, right. Uh, he's been like, Mr. Big Chest. He's, he's, uh, I don't know how to say, he's like, he was on the non-football injury list, right, for a while, and was held out of practices and and uh, preseason activities and stuff. Um, and that, that kind of has been happening for a little bit, and people were thinking that it was a foot injury. Uh, now, this foot injury is an injury that Antonio Brown got because he stepped into a cryotherapy chamber uh barefoot without wearing yeah he was not wearing proper footwear which freezing your feet do because you weren't wearing the proper footwear in your thousand dollar cryo chamber is some one percent shit man that is some first world problems i i'm like I so if that is true, I I feel like the only um, the only I don't know. I just have this image, this horrifying image in my head of it being like the Dumb and Dumber scene, except with your feet, and it just makes me got it. That that literally makes my skin crawl. I hate thinking about it. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. And you did. Yeah, that, you did do a good comic. You may about have it. seen the comic or the photo of the nastiest feet. He like the first time I saw it. People I, people ran it as a header image on the story. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't. Why would you do that? I don't want that. I don't. I don't want, want to that. see his frostbitten feet. I didn't realize it was frostbite. I thought he had blisters. Like the first no, time it was I frostbite. saw it, it looked like it looked like he had like run too much, and his. And like the bottom of his foot was covered in blisters and it was starting yeah. to peel. And then I, I found out it was frostbite and I'm like, oh, that's way worse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how you heal from frostbite. I mean, I think you just wait, right? A frostbite, it's because the skin is like 
Dead. Like, the nerve endings are maybe not dead, but, like, like shriveled up and, and whatever. So you got to just Because I know if you get it bad enough, time. they got to, like, amputate because... Yeah, it's true. It's, like, it's like killed it. Mm-hmm. But I'd, I don't know what... It's not very often that a football player goes down due to fucking frostbite. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Is, exactly. We're used to ACL tears. You uh-huh. know, guy tears his boob muscle. Yeah, we know that. Guy, guy twists his ankle. Guy gets a high ankle sprain. Yeah, we see that. You know, like guy gets frostbite, frostbite. on his feet. What? What? Uh huh. No, I don't. I don't understand this at all. The other but yes. The other thing Ugh. though is that like so after after that word went out, everyone like trying tried to connect the dots and was like, oh okay, so that's. That's the non-football injury. It all fits. It all fits. Uh, word broke today, I believe. We were recording this yeah. on Friday. It was today. Uh, word broke today that that was not the case. Uh, he might still be injured. He might st- still not be able to play football uh, because of the uh, the foot injury. But... <laughs> The real reason he's not playing is a lot stupider. Um, Antonio Brown is holding out because he can't... He doesn't want to wear a new helmet. So the NFL is enforcing a new helmet rule. They're, like, making the helmets safer. Because, Mm -hmm. I mean, concussions and shit. Antonio Brown has apparently worn... The same type of helmet, the same helmet, more or less for the nine years of his career. And they wanted him to upgrade because it's an old, outdated Mm -hmm. style helmet that isn't as safe as the new helmets. And he's throwing a tantrum about it and like refusing to come to camp because he really wants his old helmet. He really Mm -hmm. wants to wear his old bad helmet. He he has tried to he has repainted the helmet. He got it professionally repainted to mimic uh, the Raiders' design to try and sneak it in. He's tried to sneak it in multiple, multiple, mul- multiple times. Um, is apparently freaking out about it. And now, so like the the most this is the wildest fucking thing and this is the story that we were pining for over the uh the earlier off season antonio brown claims he's not going to play anymore he unless says, he I don't, wears a I don't helmet. need football i like football but i don't need football he, he needs his who helmet could have, apparently who could have seen this happen wow i yeah really uh, I I hope we see some of this drama in Hard Knocks. Like maybe we. Oh, won't definitely. Are you kidding Hard me? Knocks, of course we will. I mean, well, I mean, Hard Knocks is explicitly about like training camp, and they spend time there. But like, if Brown won't even like show up mm. because he won't can't wear his fucking helmet, like I wonder how much he's like refusing to be involved. I don't know. I hope we get Antonio Brown feet and helmet drama because why not yeah i didn't actually watch the first episode did you i didn't no not yet well we're useful 
Yeah, we're you really good at this. We love football. We're extremely committed. I watched a single preseason game, and neither of us watched Hard Knocks. Mm-hmm. Hard-hitting <laughs> football analysis from diehards right here. Mm-hmm. We got it coming. I so my my thing is I I just I I cannot imagine that the league doesn't fold, right? If if Antonio Brown stays strong, Antonio Brown could carve out a an exception to this rule. There is no I mean, doubt in my mind. I mean, he already kind of pioneered players taking control of their destiny with how he yeah. effectively worked his way onto the Raiders off of the Steelers. Antonio Brown is right. a trend-setting diva. I I I have no absolutely no doubt that that Antonio Brown could if if he actually continues this holdout that he would get Roger Goodell to pass some bullshit health exception rule for AB uh, specifically or like I guess it would have to be more general but still I there's there's no doubt in my mind that that just because they don't fucking care, right? They don't actually fucking care about player safety. And and yeah. Antonio Brown is one of the most like hype receivers in the league. So they can't they can't risk safety getting in the way of him not playing anymore. You'd think it there'd almost be an easy solution of just like asking him to sign a medical waiver. It's just like Yeah. I want to wear this helmet and I absolve the NFL of responsibility of injury due to wearing this helmet right then the nfl can just be like well if you got a fucking concussion that's your fault can't sue us yeah well we try um, we 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 told you to wear the right helmet you didn't because you a bitch yeah they'll be able to wash their hands like really like let the man play with his stupid helmet let i because i know there's a probably a few other players who are probably picky about their helmets Mm-hmm. I, I think Aaron Rodgers was picky about his helmet. I think That's Tom what the, he was saying. Like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, they were there were exceptions or something for for them. Although it might be different for like the the quarterback helmet, uh, you know, restrictions might be different. I don't know. So like, there might be something else going on there as well. I don't know how bad changing helmets as a quarterback would be. I mean, you're you're not really running around and doing too much motion when you're a quarterback yeah so like a helmet change shouldn't be as big like i kind of understand like if you're a receiver you're kind of used to like how your head moves within this particular style of helmet and a new helmet it may weigh a little differently it may have its weight in different locations so you might it might cause like your neck to be a little bit more strained than normal i can understand kind of where Brown's coming from being a little bit upset about not being able to wear his helmet. But at the same mm-hmm. time, it's like, this is safety. They're, they're trying to institute safety. It can't be that much different. You'll get used to it. If you're going to be a baby, just absolve the NFL of wrongdoing. If you fuck yourself up wearing the bad helmet, this, this though does beg the question. Is this like, has Antonio Brown used this same helmet for his entire fucking career? It kind of makes it sound like it. Like this has been because he helmet. had to get it repainted. They said that he had to get it. Re- he got it repainted in Raiders colors. 
Which implies that he took his helmet from when he was on the Steelers. Yeah. And I didn't I didn't really think that was something you players I thought players had like multiple helmets and stuff like that. I didn't realize because I know they have to get fitted for them. Like when mm-hmm. when they when they first get in, they have to get fitted for their helmet, and they probably have to get fit every once in a while because you know necks get thicker, heads change shape. Has Antonio Brown never had his head change shape? I I, I don't friggin' know. Years? I mean, maybe they swap out the padding, and that's how they do it. I mean, he's got to have weirded out the padding with his multitude of different stupid haircuts that's true it's very true like the padding can't can't have a certain pattern because every time the padding like adjusts to one haircut he goes for a different haircut mm-hmm. that just fucks everything up this is this is it's just so weird it's a weird story You've... a fucking weird story and i love it and i i can't wait i like i need to i need to know how this plays out I need to, need to, need to, need to. Antonio Brown is a crazy person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or he's just trolling again. Like, That's I, he, true. This, this might just be he doesn't give a heck anymore. Like, he might actually care more about, like, a helmet that is, it's got, first of all, helmet's got to be super comfy, right? It's gotta be. It's gotta. It's gotta be worn in that specific way where, like, if he puts any other helmet on, it'll be incredibly itchy. Like the padding. Uh, mu- it's. It's got. It's gotta be. Like there has to be something, s- at least semi-real there, right? That it is. It's like that. It's like an old pair of jeans or an old recliner, um, something like that. That's just just completely doesn't quite fit you the same way that your favorite pair works like exactly and and, a new pair of shoes that has mm -hmm. like a slightly more a slightly different arch support level yes and your feet just ain't ready for it and it just feels weird when you walk Mm -hmm. and it's just not breaking in as fast as you want it to Mm -hmm. that's gotta be it I, yeah, I, I really think so, right? Like, that's I, it, that's got to be at least part of it. And I think the other part is is Antonio Brown. Like, he might, like, that's the thing, is is he might be at the point in his, his career and, and adult life where it's just like, I don't, I really don't care anymore. I've been like, you know, I've got this money, you know, saved away. And I... <laughs> At he this just point, got a big contract with guaranteed, so yeah. that money's going to him. Yeah. He he could tell oh the Raiders. Oh my god, to suck oh my god, if he fucking walk walks, out. I oh because my they god. won't let him have his fucking helmet. This would be that would own. That I th- that would this would own be the, so the hard. best the one of the best things to happen in football history, right down with the ball sailing over Peyton Manning's head in the first snap of that Super Bowl. Right? I, I can't and and the butt fumble. This would be this would be a heist like yeah antonio brown would be doing a heist if this if this ends up being what happens because this way he gets to like yes it's it's a it's a stupid cause but he said he can say he retired because like with cause 
he can he everyone will want to interview him as soon as he retires right everyone mm-hmm. will want to know about the the helmet like what what's the deal with the helmet you know or whatever uh and he can like never say it they'll it be, it'll be this huge mystery until he writes a book about it 30 years later and like reveals the the secret or if there wasn't any secret or whatever and then that helmet can you imagine how much money that helmet will be worth Put that helmet in the Hall of Fame. Really? This yes, helmet quit Antonio Brown. You know it would be hilarious? If mm. Brown swindles the Raiders, leaves because he can't wear his helmet. Yeah. Goes broke because he's an idiot with money. Sure. Has, and then tries to make a comeback like three years later and gets on, I don't know, the Cardinals and has to wear the new helmet anyway. Oh, boy. <laughs> Oh boy, that's like that's like bad ending, right? That's you picked the wrong dialogue options, bud. That's what I want to happen now. I want him to no, walk away because he can't. No, wear I like a the other one. <laughs> I, I, I want it to be. Brown. I want this to be. I want this to be like like smart dumbass energy. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Instead of just that. just weird, I don't know what's going on energy. Good stuff. Antonio Brown, the gift that keeps on giving. Really? That's the main reason I don't want him to leave is because he has been an absolute joy. Oh, he'll be around. Are you kidding me? If he if he leaves the NFL, he will be around. I, I mean, he'll be probably on social media, but... That's the thing. He won't be an analyst. Be, I don't think he'd get hired to, as an it'll, analyst. You'll have to like go out of your way to like follow him at that point. Like, he, right now, because of who he is and because of the organization he is a part of, anytime he does anything, it's plastered all over Reddit, it's plastered all over Twitter, it's plastered everywhere, and I'm seeing it. If Antonio Brown is suddenly not part of the NFL, mm-hmm. he suddenly becomes just a celebrity, yeah. just gossip, mm-hmm. and he's going to have to go real hard and do something real dumb to get posted where he is getting posted very easily now. So yeah. It will be a little bit harder to keep track of his dumb shit. Mm-hmm. So I do want him to stick around, play that's, for another 10 years, and just be a complete drama bomb the entire time. That's, yeah, that's a fair, fair point. Did you see the, um, the clip of... Jets coach Adam Gase hitting a smelling salt <laughs> during no. the preseason game against the Jesus. Giants. Google Adam Gase smelling salt. That This is how exciting preseason is when it's before the game and you gotta you gotta do the drugs. So you hit you hit that smelling salt and it's it's pretty obvious he does it. He looks he looks normal and then he kind of like sticks it near him and he he looks like he's got a uh, like a like a high. Oh my the, god! Like yeah, that, literally like looks like he's friggin' yeah. It, it's 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 like an '80s you know marketing executive just doing a doing a line. Of oh, blow. I just that's did a the, line like oh that's the, yeah. yeah. I gotta say, why is this a big deal though? I, 
Is this like I a, don't know. Is this like it, a thing? This is, is the, this I don't know. This is the question. I think it's just funny. Like, I saw yeah, it because okay. it was funny, but I don't really know what smelling salts are. Me either. Do I don't know, know if this are? is like a bad we thing. We should Google this because let, let, let's do science intentional sounding. Let's let's it's, figure out what smelling salts are. Because it's ammonia I know gas. They work. Um, that's what I know that it's, it's ammonia gas, right? Ammonia inhalants or it's often used to arouse consciousness. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. uh, people feeling faint. What is like, how does it fucking work? Is like, can you be addicted to smelling salts? I guess that's the main question I want to know. Well, I, it doesn't appear like it in 2005 michael strahan estimated that 70 to 80 percent of national football league players are using smelling salts as stimulants but that's, that's not interesting that's not how i mean if if they're if because it's not a stimulant because it's i mean i guess because it, it's the the way that smelling salts work at least based on the very short research i've just done is that it stimulates um the inhalation reflex, right? Yeah. So it literally, it makes you, like, your heart beat faster and you breathe, breathe faster. In. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's it's it like an adrenaline you to thing. breathe in. So it's just like, you're just normal. You can't, all of a sudden you're, you're breathing in intensely and that wakes you up. Mm-hmm. Ammonia gas is toxic and large concentrations for prolonged periods can be fatal. Since smelling salts produce only a small amount of ammonia gas, no adverse health problems for their situational use have been reported. Yeah, If a high it, concentration right, of ammonia is inhaled too close to the nostril, it may burn. So the use of ammonia smelling salts to revive people injured during sport is not recommended because it may inhibit or delay proper and thorough neurological assessment. Mm-hmm. Such as after concussions, so that's a problem in football. Yeah, right. You don't, you don't want to. You, you, rake, wanna... you, rake, you don't realize you got a concussion. You're just like tired, and you throw uh, a smelling salt under you, and all of a sudden you're more awake, and the doctor doesn't realize you got a concussion. Yeah, I can see how this could be a problem. That's right, but that's also not like that's not you know that's not the fault of the smelling salts, right? Again, like. No, it's a, I, this makes me wonder because we see players have concussions on mm-hmm. the field and then get cleared even when they've been seen by the physicians. I wonder if some of these players know that they could basically beat the test if right. they take a smelling salt before getting tested. Mm-hmm. So that the doctor is like, no, this isn't this isn't a thing. Like, right. you didn't get a concussion. You look like you're okay. I wonder if some players have done that. I doubt it. I mean, you'd have to have it on your person, right? Yeah. And that, I mean, I feel like that seems like... I don't know. Yeah, they don't really have, like, a Gatorade barrel of smelling yeah. salts. Right. It's like, oh, you want some Gatorade? I'll just chuck, like, the smelling salts on top of somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this I is, have learned this, about smelling salt. This is today. wild. It's this is wild to me. I didn't I didn't know that it wasn't like that. Literally, lit, like all it does is it improves your uh, respiratory flow. Like it, it makes you it irritates you your mucous membrane. Oxygen. 
Yeah, it makes you breathe, it oxygenates your blood, and that is what makes you alert. Like, it might, if smelling salts don't make you more alert, it's because you, like, for whatever reason, oxygen, like, kind of giving your uh, respiratory system a a kickstart didn't do it for you. Um, Pardon me. I do but just yeah, want to say, though, that this does this video does make Adam Gaze kind of look like a psycho. Yes, it does. Absolutely, it does. I mean, he already kind of does with his fucking eyes, but mm-hmm. he uh, it, it makes him look like a psycho. I hope that they beat the Patriots this year. I hope anyone beats the Patriots this year. I hope they will. People the will. Patriots People will year. beat the Patriots this year. the The rest of the league is like is catching up with them. I hate that it was the Rams against them in the playoffs or in the Super Bowl because, of course, they were going to get stomped. <laughs> but uh, I, I again, I say this. I say this every year. I, like the Patriots, still probably the odds-on favorite to to win the Super Bowl and repeat. And like, I wouldn't bet against that. That said, every year it's not just like. Every year for the past three years, other teams have been making like huge, huge strides to compete with the Patriots, regardless of whether the Patriots have been getting worse. And this year, the mm-hmm. Patriots, like in very material ways, have gotten worse. Um, at the very least, Gronk is gone. Uh, anyway, yeah. we, this is all stuff we've we've gone over. I just I want to see over, it happen. And as as always stated. The Patriots will win the Super Bowl until the day they don't. Until proven otherwise. The Patriots dynasty will continue until the day it has been proven dead. It has not been proven dead yet. Do not say it's dead. They have to miss the playoffs and suck before that happens. Yeah. The Patriots will win the Super Bowl until that happens. Mm -hmm. Speaking of like the two basic rules we have of the Patriots will always win and the Browns will always lose. The Browns have gotten extremely confident. I don't know if you've seen all these Browns, this Browns trash talk and fun stuff. Maybe, maybe I'm just seeing a lot of it because I'm a Giants fan. Mm -hmm. So They've mostly gotten better at the expense of my team. So maybe sure. I'm just getting a lot of the trash talk. Sure. But I've seen a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And it's been kind of astounding. Because, frankly, again, they haven't proven that they're not the Browns yet. The Browns I would, should so automatically I that assume that they will Browns until they are not brownsing it's been it's been a year and a half right of them not brownsing they had a a good half season they got they won the off season i'll give them there like Mm -hmm. they had probably the best off season of any team Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean they're good now Uh, it means on paper they should be Mm-hmm. And there's a difference there. They haven't they haven't done anything other than have a good half season after firing the worst coach in the league. Right. They gave they gave their head coaching vacancy to 
a guy who literally started the season as like a quarterbacks coach. Uh-huh. So he's he's a first time head coach who spent half a season as an offensive coordinator, did well, but like this is a lot of responsibility that he got within a season worth. We don't know how he's going to handle it. We don't know how Freddie Kitchens is going to deal with the pressure. And there's been some people who have kind of criticized already that it seems like the Browns don't, they're pretty loose and fun. And Freddie is pretty brash mm-hmm. and not terribly controlled. And, and like, he's like, I'm going to fire any unnamed source in the media. Like he's, he's got that Rex Ryan esque fire. Yeah. Where it's like, is this charm or is this a lack of discipline that simply working out because the team because he hasn't like is done getting it. along yeah like this is this is the kind of coaching attitude that's really great when the team is winning yes and causes massive problems when the team is losing well, well, right well, now well, it's it, a lovey it smith attitude more. right it's it's yeah. the same it's the same lovey smith attitude that's like that you can really spin it either way winning solves all problems yes it, it if if your team is winning then your coaching style is brilliant. Like Pete Carroll is a brilliant players coach because the Seahawks are winning. Oh, the Seahawks are struggling. Pete Carroll's bullshit. He can't keep his players' egos reined in. Pete Carroll might not be a good coach. Winning, winning covers up your falls, your flaws. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. There's there the Browns on paper should be good. The Browns fans obviously have waited very long to be good. And I get why they're excited because this is the first time in a long time where on paper, the team should be good, should be playoff bound good. Mm -hmm. They haven't done anything yet this season. Let's, let's get a few games in before we go nuts. Okay. Right. Right. Well, I think, and I think the the other tough thing is that because it really only was half a season, um, and they ended that half season on such a high note, like playing every game, even in losses, being competitive, uh, you know, playing up to to competition that people thought was really just going to wipe the floor with them. I get that if you end a season on that note, especially given that for fans, it probably feels like two separate seasons. You know what I mean? Yeah. It like, really does feel like two different seasons. That's why I said a year and a half. Cause I thought, I thought that, that, that they like, they fired their coach a year and a half ago. No, nope. they like, fired that's what, you at like after what, like week six, something like yeah, that. Yeah. 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 Something like that. After two weeks of them saying they wouldn't, right <laughs> but i yeah so i that's why i made that mistake i thought they i thought they shit canned him a lot earlier but uh, so so i i want to say that i can empathize with that um i certainly understand why fans are excited yeah yeah right? like like and... mentally it makes the thought process makes sense right to me uh of mm-hmm. like thinking that that yes our team can be a super bowl contender i I agree with you that they really, really got to pump the brakes, right? I, I still, I think the Browns, I think, I think it is relatively safe to assume the Browns aren't the Browns anymore, right? I think that's a fair assumption. There's, there's too much talent 
on that team right now for them to go full Browns. Yeah. I, they're, they're, the sheer amount of talent on that team is going to get them a few wins. Mm-hmm. Just talent alone. Mm-hmm. The so, other thing is there are other Browns out there now, right? Like who do you yeah. who who do you friggin' want to pick? You've got your you've got your <laughs> you've got your run of the of the mill. Like seriously, there are a ton of bad teams out there that that suck and are, are yeah, terrible. Yeah, who, who 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 are who are new Browns? Who are our next Browns contenders? Well, Raiders the, for sure are Raiders, up there, right? Raiders for sure, absolutely the Raiders. The we Bills got... are always in the conversation, but they always seem to like do just enough to mm. to not right the jets the jets are always always a potential dumpster fire that's that's they true didn't, they didn't have a very good season last year so no it, it could be exciting we mm-hmm. uh we got the the lions are always there but they're always, I'm, I'm wondering about the packers this year actually right like they they, they started to really to implode the packers do because, yeah yeah it got ugly last season. Yeah, and it was hilarious. And, and I'm wondering, they like, I don't some think new guy. I don't think anything's going to change. I, like, that's that's my thing. Is I, I really I have no confidence. So you think the that, team is going to be more or less crap that is getting by on the fact that Aaron Rodgers apparently pulls miracles yeah. out of his butt every once in a while? That's gonna that's gonna happen until Aaron Rodgers retires, and and then everything is really going to go to shit. For See, the that Packers. was the interesting part of last season was. That was, last season was probably the first year in Rogers' career where it looked like his ability to be magic was honestly part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Because I I did a I, I watched some videos on this and I did a comic about this, but it it basically felt like he was going for the home run, amazing, outstanding play so often that he was leaving chunk yards chunk plays easy first downs on the field because he was trying to hit the home run and it was actually and he was ignoring calls so receivers weren't on the same page like Aaron Rodgers at like last year I the joke has always been if Aaron Rodgers is healthy the Packers are playoff contenders last Mm -hmm. year Aaron Rodgers was healthy outside like a little bit at the beginning of the season and they weren't playoff contenders. They imploded. Right. So I I wonder if the Aaron Rodgers magic has actually gone. I wonder if the new coach will be able to rein him in. I don't think he will because the new coach I don't think is you, a baby. I don't think you can. Yeah, like that's no. the thing. I don't think you can. I saw I saw some tweets that are like, I, I'm guessing it's going to be like five weeks from right now when Aaron Rodgers is running the offense and not, I think Matt LeFleur, I think his name is uh-huh. the coach. Yes. Yes. Nailed it. I'm very interested to see what the, what the Packers are like this year. Cause we've been looking at the same basic Packers team with the same coach and quarterback for probably a decade now. Yeah. And it's going to be, it's going to be different. I'm excited to see what, what this team does. Mm-hmm. I hope they suck. Yeah, me too. It's always fun. It's it's good when the Packers suck. Shut up, cheeseheads who go to the bar and be like, we're the best fan base in the NFL. I own part of the team. Shut up. Baby. Yeah, get fucked. Come on. Get, <laughs> wow, that, that, that point 
zero 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 one percent of the team that you own. But and like, you don't you you, you also do you don't sit even on the fucking boards own of directors. It. You don't <laughs> you even fucking own it. You don't own that's not a you, that's not worth anything. You can't that's not publicly fucking traded. You stupid idiot. That's not stocks. You have a piece of paper that you paid a bunch of money for that actually gives you no authority whatsoever. Yeah, that's that's that doesn't go up or down in value as the team gets better or worse. Fucking rube. You've been played. Ugh. Ugh. Who else could be the Browns? Cardinals would be the Browns. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't believe it took us that long to get there. I mean, the Cardinals were the Browns last year for sure. Mm Mm-hmm. Cardinals. Cardinals were absolute trash last year. That's a a safe bet. I am am excited to see this new offense. Yeah. It's going to be gimmicky, and I'm... I'm getting Chip Kelly vibes. Mm-hmm. Like my mm-hmm. Chip Kelly sense is tingling. We got mm-hmm. a hot college guy who honestly didn't have nearly the success Chip Kelly had in college. Now mm-hmm. coaching the Cardinals with his little gimmick quarterback. This is probably going to go really well for like three or four games where the system executes and people aren't ready for it. And mm-hmm. then as soon as they figure the system out, it's going to suck and they're going to get obliterated. And I, I'm guessing I'm guessing the Cardinals will be better than expected in the first half of the season. Maybe then, most of the season. They might even contend for the playoffs. I don't think they're talented enough to actually make the playoffs, but they might right. contend for the playoffs. That would and be it would be, be like, amazing. Oh, it would be fucking wild out. if the Cardinals made the playoffs this year. I don't I I, I don't want to just in gloss that division. Over that that yes. division's pretty stacked the rams are super bowl losers so yeah but they they won the seahawks are have been competitive for a decade the 49ers are getting their quarterback back and they have george kittle and that team like another year under shanahan like the 49ers could also potentially break out like the cardinals are still the worst team in that division but they could still contend for the playoff like that division is uh uh-huh. absolutely but i think the cardinals will contend but not seriously contend for the playoffs yeah they'll, they'll be in the games wild card where the system race. works works very well but then maybe towards the end of the year they also get the shit beat out of them once or twice and next season it just isn't working out because the system he won't change the system he won't adjust the system and it's all the system and other teams have been like well all we got to do is like stick a dude over here and this entire mm-hmm. offense falls apart yeah so i that's that is my prediction for cliff kingsbury and kyler murray that it, is, yeah, it just depends will, how long it takes for people to figure it out yep i i predict that the cardinals will have fired everyone in two seasons from now Damn. And we'll be on because I mean everybody moves on a lot faster now. They might still have Murray there, but if the if this system fails, Murray's gonna look like shit. It's gonna be interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Keep keep an eye on them for sure. I yeah, I don't think they're gonna be the brownsiest this year. I I really think it is gonna be the Raiders. 
uh, the Raiders. Or... I really do. I think it's going to be the Raiders. Like they they put together a whole like the whole great team on paper, but John Gruden is a is not a good coach. Um, it no. already seems to be falling apart. Like that, their their best receiver might not play because of a, a helmet thing. It's a fucking like it, it's a wild island of misfit toys. You know, at, at the best of times, but you you know, I I I really think that the Raiders are going to implode in in very entertaining fashion, like in the first week or two of the season. I think the Raiders will absolutely be a very, very interesting follow. I Mm -hmm. think the actual worst team this year is going to be the Dolphins. Is the what? I'm sorry? The Dolphins. Oh, God, yeah. I haven't thought about them in fucking... Yeah, that's the thing. The Dolphins are so shit that people are forgetting about them because they're not a fun shit like the Raiders. Yeah. Even the Browns were a more fun shit under Hugh Jackson. They, like That was a disaster that was kind of fascinating because it was just so bad. Mm-hmm. Whereas, no, I think the Dolphins are potentially going to be starting Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, Josh Rosen on his second team in two oh, years. Boy, still oh boy, oh young. Boy. Can you name a Dolphins wideout? Oh man! Well, Kenny Stills is on the Jets now. Oh, um, yeah, no, no, he's, he's on the Jets, the Jets now. He's on the Jets. He's on the, no, he just called out like, is he on the Jets? He's on the Jets. Yeah, no. he called out Stephen Ross. He is. He Kenny Stills he, is. I think that was the whole thing. Is no, he no, he he was he called out Stephen Ross, but be, yeah, he's. He's on the Dolphins. Oh, Stephen he's still Ross okay. Okay, I got you. Yes. Oh, oh no, no, no. He's Stephen Ross is. Why did I think it was the Jets? No, Stephen Ross owns the Dolphins. Yes. Oh, okay. Jesus that, that was the problem. You thought Ross? Yeah, was I. The yeah, owner of the I. Jets. Okay. I got no. really confused. On Kenny that one. Stills is okay. Can you name a defender on the Dolphins? Oh boy. And here I, I was going to say Richie Incognito, but that is not the case that's not even a, a long time yeah no nah, um no I, I cannot i can't think of i cannot think of a dolphins defensive player Mm-mm. is is kiko alonso on the dolphins jesus is he let's see i i yeah i fucking who the fuck do they uh jesus he is I got a, I got one. <laughs> yeah, wow, nice. Oh, I guess they got Minka Fitzpatrick. It's like Minka Fitzpatrick's on the Dolphins. Yeah, thought Minka Fitzpatrick's Bucks on the Dolphins. for some reason. He, he, they, they, they took him. Um, what? But a, like, is still, the it's not. Okay. It's not really. It's not great. Oh, dude, how could we forget? Laramie Tunsil. That's offense. Yeah, that's, that's true. Offense. That's true. That is very I was, true. I was, I was specifically yeah, saying no defense. Fair. Fair. Yeah, I, I, but, I'm looking at these people and it's like, oh yeah, I've heard of them, but they're not anyone I really would Yeah. think of. Mm. No. Who boy. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, this 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 oh, might man. not so be a I, bad. You know when you Google like 
team roster and then it comes up with a whole bunch of like players like right at the top of like google that you can kind of scroll through Mm -hmm. like 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 just faces i'm just like scrolling through it and so many of these players are wearing other teams uniforms yep yep that's not a good sign (laughs) no it isn't because that normally means that the player they're one free agents Mm -hmm. but those are bigger names or two they were likely cut from the team jersey that they're currently wearing true and it just hasn't they haven't uploaded yet because it's they just haven't been there very long so that's that's a thing like ryan fitzpatrick is currently in his bucks uniform on this little scroll (laughs) yikes is there anything else this week you want to talk about before we go Nah, that's that's all good for me. That's I just wanted to fucking talk about the wildness that was the Antonio Brown thing. Cooper Ray. That's that's good. Football's back. We've got drama. We've got football. We've got nonsense. I love it. It feels it feels like we've gotten a smelling salt under our lives yeah a sharp inhale of actual content mm-hmm. we've got a sport to watch again that mm-hmm. we'll probably kind of ignore because like it's preseason you don't have to pay attention yet yeah all right with that sam how can we follow you yeah you can follow me over at uh sam grezes on twitter that's s-a-m-g-r-e-s-z-e-s uh, and on Twitch and Instagram at Robots Fighting Dinosaurs. Dave? I'm Drawplay Dave. You can find me on Twitter drawing Pokemon players at Drawplay oh, yeah. Dave. You can, you can find me on Facebook at the Drawplay Comment, on Instagram at Drawplay Dave, and of course on the Drawplay.com. Thank you for listening. We will see you next week where hopefully Antonio Brown does even more stupid shit. Hi, I'm Sophie Lesnin Redacted. I'm Mara Sunshine. If you're like us, you grew up in the 90s and are now sad, sad adults. And that's okay. There's a lot to be sad about in today's world. If you've been paying attention at all, you know that the world is in a tight spot right now. And two people working 45 minutes once a week can't change that. So we took that time and started a Sailor Moon podcast. Join us every Friday as we combat that creeping sense of dread we all feel in our hearts by recapping our favorite magical girl anime. Because, hey, the world sucks. But Sailor Moon's a cool show. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is... Wait, you can't be Commander Shepard. I'm Commander Shepard. Okay, we're both Commander Shepard, and we're here to tell you about our favorite podcast on the Citadel. Do you like narrative video games with deeply developed characters? What about exploring complicated moral quandaries like romancing aliens? Then you should be listening to Reignite. A show where two friends take a 10-year-old video game way too seriously. And sometimes not seriously enough. I'm Commander Shepard. And I'm Commander Shepard. We should go.